Are you struggling to look for work after finishing your education? Or maybe you're in a relationship you're unsure about? Are you having a quarter-life existential crisis? Are you in your 20s and don't know what the heck to do with your life? You've come to the right place. Hi, you're listening to A Cup of Growth, the drink for trying to be adults. This podcast is brought to you by Mags and Cass, where the girls talk about how to confidently navigate your 20s. Let's ride the struggle together. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Growth. It is us back again on the mic, <laughs> spitting bars. <laughs> I do not think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are on episode four. Yes. Cuatro. Quatro. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I was waiting for you to follow the vibe, but uh, you, you passed you the You gave test. me a side eye. I was like, oh, yeah, it's my turn, is it? <laughs> um, anyways, today we're going to be talking about relationships. Ooh la la. Now, um, it was funny because we didn't know how to approach this in a way... We wanted to approach this in a way that wasn't like causing drama and everything. I feel like that's what you oh, usually yeah, hear yeah, yeah. on socials or other podcasts um as well as well we wanted to just give you some i guess overview of how we are in relationships what we've learned in relationships um how that how how that reflects on yourself uh and your journey growing up and learning and stuff like that in your life um and then just the tips and tips and tricks tricks. (laughs) Um, I guess it's just like tips more for yourself and things that you can apply to yourself when you're in a relationship, but not only also in, in general. Yeah. So yeah. not only, a, that's what I was getting at, Maga. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so not only in a romantic relationship, but in a platonic relationship and obviously in a relationship with yourself. Um, and yeah, you know, friends, family, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so, um, also I know I'm having a very long intro, but this episode is not only for a specific target audience. This is for everyone. We've all dated. We're probably dating someone. Maybe not Maga. Um, wow. <laughs> low blow. Low blow. <laughs> but um, you can, um, whether you're single or in a relationship or you've been in a relationship, there's something to learn from experience and stuff and um well it's a podcast and uh not only a podcast this is something that we do as friends and we share with you because uh you're our little family friends and um yeah i'm trying to make this wholesome so because i feel like the topic of relationship is a bit cringe when you talk about oh, yeah, podcasts yeah, and stuff yeah. so i'm trying to make it wholesome um <laughs> but um yeah i'm going to shut up and let maga start it because i just feel like i'm just yeah being okay i guess increasing the cringe but yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you are really yeah yeah <laughs> uh, no, <I'm> <laughs> um but i guess um we can start off with discussing sort of a brief history of our own dating life, let's say. Hola. We won't get too personal, but <laughs> just sort of kind of... So I, I guess for me, I had a lot of secondary school and 
sick form boyfriends. Like I, 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 I went from relationship to relationship, but they, the first couple weren't serious at all. You know, they're just your typical high school relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in sick form, it was my first serious relationship. And then at uni, I had another serious relationship. Um, but yeah, and I'm, I, I don't have like any, I'm not the type to do one night stands or things like that, or just like have flings. I'm a serious <laughs> relationship <laughs> kind of person. Um, you know, so, and now I have been willingly single for like the past couple of years and I intend it to remain that way for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> willingly single. I chose this lifestyle. I mean, it's probably, yeah. <laughs> the lifestyle chose wants me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess in my, from my experience, I've had a, I, I guess I've always been Never mind that. <laughs> this is technically working, but no one say anything. Um, I'm just going to close my computer <laughs> and put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And don't out me, guys, okay? Um, if anyone from my co-workers are uh, listening, I'm so sorry. It's um, We're busy. We're, we're, uh, it, I promise it was the end of the day. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, I guess in my experience, um, like I was saying, I, I've always been a flirty person. I've, Mm -hmm. um, kind of part of my charm. Um, (laughs) I've just been very flirty. I, um, but I, I love very openly. Um, I haven't been like, I don't think I, I've had like flirty moments and, um, you know, flirted with a lot of people, I guess. Um, but I think that my first what I could consider mature, well, mature, quotation, quotation, mature, <laughs> a serious, definitely serious relationship uh, is the one that I started at uni and continues, continues up to now. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, now we've been together for five years. So yeah. yeah um, a lot of growing in that relationship, um, personally and collectively. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where Mag and I are at, uh, relationship-wise. If you, you were wanted, wondering, I wanted some tea, <laughs> some gossip. Yeah, <laughs> nothing out of it. Gossip. Yeah. Um, but I guess um, I think we before we start diving into what the actual how we actual we actually are in relationships and stuff. I think a lot of the trends nowadays um, and the way of meeting people nowadays is through um, dating apps. Yeah. Um, what do you think of those, Maga? <laughs> I mean, I don't have much of an opinion because as I said, I'm not like a... I, I like to meet people organically. I know that sounds really cringe <laughs> and I'm, I might get, you know... <laughs> organically like you organically. can grow it from yeah. a farm <laughs> I wish <laughs> um, no but I just yeah I it's just because I I just have seen maybe too many true crime documentaries that oh, are God. sort of related to meeting people online and <laughs> they don't turn out good the Tinder swindler <laughs> yeah and things like that it's just you just it, it, it just I think and I watched them at 
during my teenage years quite a lot, which means I was very inf- influenced, and it just I think it just put me off ever meeting people online romantically or even platonically, like whatever way. Mm. So I've never been on a dating app, so I don't have. I don't have any experience and none of my oh I had a few like former friends that had it but and and they met I think some of them met long-term boyfriends on there uh but personally I don't have much to say on this because I I'm just clueless Mm. so I don't know about you Cass but do you have anything to add um I have come firsthand with uh dating apps not necessarily that I've used them, but um, I'm not going to out him, but I am going to out him. He's my best friend. I get the chance to do it. My best friend, Johnny. He's going to hate this. Yeah. My best friend, Johnny, um, has a lot of experience with dating apps. Um, I'm the type of best friend that if you have a dating app, I'll definitely get your phone and check and swipe um, at whatever person I think would be cool to talk to or just swipe for a laugh um i've definitely i think i think you were there we had um we had a party at one of our former friend's house and uh one of my girlfriends and i created this fake um no i i lie we got one of our friends phone and changed her profile (laughs) um her tinder profile to um a fake picture of this other girlfriend and i um, as if we were a lesbian couple or something <laughs> yeah. and uh, we started just swiping and stuff on people and then uh, our former friend she was very drunk and then she woke up the next day and she was like what the heck happened with my tinder <laughs> but that yeah was funny. yeah I think uh, I've, I'm more of the type of person that helps with the tinder bios and um, helps swipe and stuff like that so but yeah. you yourself have never really done anything on them. I mean, not seriously. No, no. Um, I remember before I started dating my boyfriend, I did have it just to... Because um, I remember a friend from one of my other jobs um, had had Tinder and um, she was in a serious relationship, but she was just on it to like... Um, for laughs, basically, with her mm-hmm. partner. And I started going into it because i was like oh it's we're at uni and uh, let's see what type of people are in here yeah. and especially in the area we were and then um, just had it for a laugh basically and obviously i then i started dating and i was like yeah i don't that's it <laughs> yeah i don't need this i don't need my boyfriend to think this is weird mm. so um but yeah i i definitely through my best friend johnny i've had a lot of experience of yeah all types of different dating apps yeah. and what they do and how you go on with them and the type of people that you find in there yeah which is uh cringe i mean uh, you might have seen definitely through social media people making love of different types of um profiles and bios that p- people write yeah. about themselves and yeah, they can be very funny yeah um I will just say um, that if you're single and you're you you might feel like you want to give uh, dating apps a try or if you're like MAGA obviously and uh, is, I'm not saying that I'm not the same way because I'm like MAGA as well I like to grow my boyfriends from a farm um, and <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like to uh, I like to meet the people in person and um, feel the connection and um, like 
personally and like stuff. In, yeah, in, in, in person. In, yeah. I was going to say physically, but that turned out very bad in my head. I'm like, mm. yeah, that doesn't sound like I wanted I it to say. I see what you mean, <laughs> But basically, if you um, would like to give dating apps a try uh, while single, I would say um, that um, don't think that you have to... Um, feel pressured on the amount of swipes that you have to do uh, like oh you'll find the perfect someone on tinder maybe not and i know a lot of people that have actually found their long-term partners as well through uh, dating yeah. apps and then now they have kids and it's great yeah. and if you have that that luck uh amazing for you. To you yeah definitely um, it sounds better when you said props. I was looking for that word and it just sounded really sarcastic when I said it. Um, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, good for you, girl. Um, <laughs> no, but um, obviously the whole system of it, of like choosing your best pictures and writing this bio that has to summarize you and, you know, the whole trying to find a connection through a chat and stuff like that. Um, honestly you have to act uh, as if it was a person in face to face um and definitely draw the line at the creepy lines or very cheesy slash sexual approaches that people may try to have with you yeah. um as an icebreaker quote unquote yeah. um because i know um I, I think i've told you about this but there was one time when i was uh, on johnny's tinder I'm so sorry, babe. I'm so sorry, but I have to tell the experience. <laughs> um, I was on Johnny's Tinder and uh, there was this one person that um, texted him with a pickup line. Oh, yeah. And it was um, it was the cringiest thing. I just couldn't stop laughing. And it was, um, what was the pickup line? It was, um, are you are you ice cream? Because I don't know if I want to spoon you or lick you. That is gross. <laughs> this podcast is PG. <laughs> Anyway, what I think she was saying is like, if there's anything that makes you uncomfortable as yeah, well, draw the boundary and yeah. draw the line. Okay, um, don't basically have a little respect for yourself first mm. of all. Don't don't if you are looking for a one night stand or you're you're looking for like something you know more permanent, I guess. More like if you just want to have fun and stuff, oh, yeah. like do whatever you want to do. But if you're actually in it to look for something that will last, um, don't feel like I don't. I have the. I don't want to sound mean, but don't be desperate as to settle. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that sound sounded kind of harsh, but you know what I mean. A bit of tough love. Yes, sometimes is necessary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any? Any advice on the Tinder thing? I, no, because I'm a noob when it comes <laughs> to these things. So, um, would you try it? Never. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> the whole aspect of having to put pictures of myself and writing a bio and all that stuff, I just, to me, it's just so abstract of a concept that I just, I, I cannot grasp when I just don't. I don't know. It's just not my thing. What I would think, you, what would you write for your bio if you actually had to do it? Do you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> introverted. French uh, slash English. Introverted. Um, I scare easily. <laughs> twice the word. I scare easily. Twice the word introverted. Just to make sure it's in there. 
highlighted and in bold. Um, I remember. I will <laughs> constantly quote memes to you. Literally, <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember. I had this uh, this joke with Johnny uh, that if I ever had a Tinder, I would say um, that I was half Spanish with a bit of Asian spice. Uh, yeah. Um just to to portray that I am in love with food and that will always be my first love. But anyways, putting Tinder aside and other and other bumbles and bumble is that the other bumble yeah. Hinge. Oh yeah. Unhinged. <laughs> they should make another one that's called cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh funny. I am so funny. Um I guess on the same um circle con- connected to tinder and dating apps is the whole social media influence on relationships mm. now maga do you have anything else to say about that let me drink my coffee because this. oh is- yeah we're um okay so for any i'm just going to put it out there okay before maga tells me off so whenever we record yeah we always have a drink next to us because lubricate the throat okay I'm so sorry. I said the word and uh, it's going to stay in the podcast. <laughs> and also, I smoke my vape. So if you hear like a in the background, that's me. Okay. That's killing our lungs. Because <laughs> Michael's always telling me off for vaping and I have to do this like silent, silent inhales throughout the podcast. Just let us know whether it bothers you or not. If yeah. it doesn't, then I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, I just want to make... Don't, don't do that. Not right in the microphone. It's going all over the computer. Oh my god. Uh, Anyways, getting sidetracked. Let's come back. Serious face. I just wanted to put it out there mm-hmm. so I can vape we'll, freely. We'll, we'll get their opinion and then okay. we'll, they will be the judge of that. Okay. So this do is, let's do let us know. This is Settle what happens. The this is what happens in your relationships as well. Okay. <laughs> disagree to no agree to disagree. That's it. <laughs> Anyways, Maga, carry on. Okay, so yeah, we are going to now swerve into talking about social media's influence on relationships. And, oof, I have a lot to say about this. Uh, <clears throat> Go on. So I feel like there's so much, so much, so many people out there that just post stuff on, especially TikTok, yes, because we are a lot on TikTok, don't judge. Um, where people do all like, you know, these sort of, red flag green flags in a relationship you know uh how to tell that he she is cheating on you or things like that and they set like a sort of standardized Mm -hmm. procedure for relationships that make you feel like you should follow it because like people advocate for these things publicly so you feel like it's the norm Mm -hmm. and you feel pressured Mm -hmm. to you know like it's weird if you come out and say well actually i don't do that and people are like um have some self-respect you know people can be mean on social media um but i think like relationships are a lot more nuanced and kind of personal to you Mm. and how you feel about the relationship and how the person feels about the relationship as well Mm -hmm. and so the example I like to use is the serial cheater versus the one time I really messed up, will never do it again cheater. Because some people I have seen will tell you, oh, if they cheat on you, move on. Yeah. Like, have some self-respect. They they literally cheated on you. They had, a, they had their attention um, on someone else and, you know, all of that. So for serial cheaters, I'd be like, yes, 
absolutely leave them. They've done it multiple times. They obviously have no respect for you or the relationship. Um, it sounds like they're going to continuously do it. They're, they're not, they lack empathy for you. And they only see you as like a comfort almost. Mm. Like, this is my relationship, but I can go and sleep with other people if I want some excitement. Yeah. And relationships aren't always exciting. So, and then you've got the type of person that, that, that I don't know, maybe, uh, I know drinking is not really an excuse, but it can happen that you get drunk and maybe you share a kiss with someone or things like that. I think there's a fine, between the one-time cheater, I think there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. If they actually slept with them, I'd be like, no, okay, I don't, I, I think, you know, they were, they were... I, I don't know. They, they crossed a line. They crossed a line. They crossed a boundary. This is, I mean, this is my opinion, but I think like when it goes to the next stage, like if it's just kissing and 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 then they were like, oh, really shouldn't have done that. It was kind of in the moment type of thing. But then if they w- then decided to to go in bed with that other person and... And yeah, did did the deed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I think that that uh, I, I and also or just in terms of health as well, you don't want to risk anything. Mm. Um, and in that situation, I would say I would advise to also leave a person. But if it's like a one-time kiss that they did drunk at a party or a similar situation like that, where it did go, it didn't go beyond like I would say a kiss or maybe I guess anything similar that's up to you and the person in a relationship to discuss whether there is the trust has been so broken that there is no hope for reconciliation and that you know you think you can fix it with the other person and and sometimes it, these things sometimes happen to people like one person will cheat and and then they will want to work on it on their actual relationship and then it might actually be even more fruitful than it was before because you've had this sort of vulnerability and you've recognized this intense love for each other that is far beyond anything mm-hmm. that you could work through it and as long as they never repeat the cheating and it was just a one-time silly mistake, then I think I think it's fine if you want to get back with the other person. Like that's there's you know that you you'd still have some self-respect because at least you've spoken about it and you've communicated about it and you've been able to sort of you know I guess mm. work it out. What do you think? Um. On that aspect, <clears throat> it depends how long you've been in the relationship. Mm. I think yeah. with the ki- the one-off kiss and stuff like that, when you're in a relationship that just started, like it's a fresh relationship and stuff, obviously you'll be in a honeymoon phase and stuff, but I mean, you're still fresh um, into the relationship. Maybe it was a bit of a mistake especially if you're at uni or you know you're in a party situation when you're at a club it's packed like it it happens right Mm. and it can be an accident the responsibility of this person that has accidentally 
or not so accidentally kissed this another person in whatever environment they're in has the responsibility of stopping it and be like uh shoot i shouldn't have done that and then come to you as the partner and be like okay so this happened i'm so sorry blah blah that's when you say okay that's i would actually excuse that like yeah. Marley said however if you're in a long-term relationship um i wouldn't let it slide um yeah. you're um and to be fair for me it's a very very fine line and it depends a lot on the actual situation because whether you're in a very fresh relationship or you're in a long-term relationship whether you're drunk whether you're whatever environment you're in you shouldn't be stupid enough to you know lose control of your actions mm -hmm. there's still you're still um, in control of yourself in some capacity you're still making the decisions it, unless someone actually throws themselves at you um and you couldn't stop it do you know what i mean mm. it's very very different to actually yeah. doing it yourself can i ask you something mm. what for you counts as long-term relationship what sort of time frame would you give it i guess from the six month from the six month one year oh really because that's okay. when the three first months of the relationship yeah. is honeymoon phase yeah. and then that's if you survive the honeymoon phase and things start to settle down and stuff, then that means that it's getting serious. Okay. Oh. So, I mean, obviously it depends on you as a person mm. and the other person you're dating and your relationship. It depends on the situation and all of that. And, but I think it's very much, like I said, the other person you're dating or whatever uh, imaginary scenario we're in right now, this person is still in control of their actions mm. you and like maga said and i say as well alcohol drugs the environment whatever is not an excuse to you know do something if you are aware of it like i said mm. if it's an accident actually someone throws themselves at you or this other person mm. you're still in control of saying no excuse me i have a partner don't do that like set boundaries for yourself because as well it's your personal space yeah have some respect for your personal space the way that people approach you what people can do to your body mm. um and basically just if you wouldn't do it in a relationship why would you allow your partner to do it yeah so it's a fine line for me it's a very fine line if it's fresh in the relationship maybe i mean you're still figuring things out if you're secure and sure of the relationship and it's been going for a long time not even a kiss mm -hmm. like you're out the door for me do you know what i mean yeah i also think like because coming back to sort of the social mm -hmm. media topic there is a lot of um temptation now mm. with cheating because social media like it's so easily it's so easy to slide into someone's dms i hate that mm. phrase but it's the only way i can <laughs> yeah. phrase it that I feel like it's even more, it makes it even more normalized to cheat or to mm. just message other people with ill intentions. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, be, I, I think be aware of, and maybe have that conversation with your partner of, you know, mm. 
talking to someone on social media that they shouldn't really be doing, you know, communicate about that. And Yeah, on that same topic as well, I have two pointers for the topic of social media as well that I wanted to discuss. Mm. One is um, basically uh, plastering your relationship on social media mm. as a way of control and uh, marking your territory. Yeah. You don't need to do that. If you do that, you want attention and you want to mark your territory. Your relationship should be a private thing for yourself. Whether you're an adult or a teenager, your life um, doesn't have to be on social media. And also you don't have to prove yourself or your relationship to anyone else. That's one. Second of all, with what Maga said about sliding into DMs and stuff like that, that leads us into checking your partner's phone. Mm. now um you do whatever you want to do with your partner about your phone situation if you go onto your partner's phone unknowingly that's boundary crossed Mm. okay their personal space is their personal space just like you wouldn't want your partner to go into your phone unknowingly uh of you like not you not knowing that they're going through your phone if you don't like that don't do it to your partner right you don't you cannot use the excuse of oh i think you're cheating on me to go through another person's phone Mm -hmm. that's privacy that's boundary if you have that um that thought in your head that instinct that that person is cheating on you have the conversation yeah ask who are you talking to and blah blah blah. um and just do it like an adult Mm -hmm. because the problem is with going into someone else's phone it um I'm so sorry, but I'm going to say it. It fucks with your head, oh, yeah, okay? Because, um, because then it's going to be a constant temptation of, um, I have to go through his phone. I have to check his messages or her messages. I have to see her social media, her mm. his social media and stuff like that. And it's pressure on you and a stress added to you and your relationship that you don't want. If you have trust issues, if you don't trust the person then that's your sign to get out. Yeah. Because there's no relationship without trust. And that's not even romantically, that's with everything. So if you have trust issues, work on your trust issues. Don't be with someone you cannot trust. If that person that you're dating, when uh, being confronted by you uh, bringing up the conversation of, oh, I have this feeling, I want to discuss this with you, and blah, blah, gets defensive, Mm. that's a sign. Yeah. Body language, tone of your voice and everything says a lot, uh, yeah. a lot about the situation and the relationship and the person. So also uh, when you bring up the conversation, I know that you may be scared or nervous or angry even. Depends on what situation you're in. But do not let your emotions take over mm. because then that's where the conversation will go down the drain. You want to be calm about it, have the conversation as an adult, you know, talk about it calmly, get to the conclusion in a safe and for your mental health safely, basically, Mm. and um, just have the conversation with your boundaries in place, respecting the other person's um, message that they want to put across, and also just have a respect for yourself. So... That's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I want to bounce back on the point you made about um, um, 
I've lost my train of thought for a minute. Um, on looking through your partner's phone and stuff, because mm-hmm. I was guilty of that when I was younger. I think it was, I had seen something mm. and the person let me access their phone. Like I mm. could. And I just, I saw one thing and then it was like a vicious circle of like, every time I see something I don't recognize, I'd get worried. Mm. And so I'd check their phone and... Bear in mind, they also had access to mine. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like this almost unhealthy thing where we both had access to each other's phone mm. at any time. Yeah. And we could check things behind people's back. And I hate to admit it because it was such a stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you live and learn. <laughs> and now I know that's something I would never do again. If I feel like... You know with your gut when someone's being unfaithful mm-hmm. or lying to you. You don't need to look for evidence. Yeah. And also there's this thing of as well of like you're convinced that your partner's cheating on you. One and then you time. go mm-hmm. through their phone just to tr- find something. Yeah, proof. To try and find that they are. And then you find that they're not. And then it just makes you overthink and worry about things. Yeah. It's like you're trying to prove to yourself more than to them yeah. that they're cheating. Yeah. When it might not even be the case. So... That relates back to trust issues. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's something to look within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't trust people, then maybe you have to look within yourself. Or maybe you've been betrayed once really badly and it's kind of stuck with you. And you need to start trusting people again. Yeah. Um, obviously, slowly but surely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So... Don't look through a partner's phone coming from someone who used to do it. It is not worth it. You are worrying yourself. Plus, it feels awful violating someone's boundaries and privacy. Like, it, 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 it I, I felt very uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. it. But it's like it was bigger than me. Like, I yeah. just, I couldn't control myself. But uh, now we've matured and we've yeah. grown. I was also, I wanted to add on this bit as well, just generally. Be aware, which I'm pretty sure you are, if you're sane... Um, people have secrets, okay? Mm. Now, you cannot make someone confess things to you yeah. that they don't want. Yeah, You have to create a conversation where the person is safe to admit whatever they have to admit, whether it relates to cheating or just something that they're holding onto that is, you know, mental health or something that's happened to them or something like that. You know, people are allowed to have secrets to keep things for themselves to work on things on themselves and stuff like that do not force anyone to come up with all of these things just because they're in a relationship with you that's not how it works now also with the whole um like phone thing you are obviously trusting of each other and stuff but like i'm aware that maga knows now it's um it just doesn't help anybody Mm. um and it doesn't help you it doesn't help the other person it doesn't help the relationship it just it it's just a snowball of things that will go wrong so you have to take a step back for a minute think about what you want to do how you want to bring up a conversation Mm. and stuff like that but don't do uh, things unknowingly to your partner. Don't make your own conclusions about things like that. If you have an instinct or a gut feeling and stuff like that, which we all do, mm. 
bring the conversation up yeah because you might just be projecting on your fears or on your anxieties or things that have happened in the past and that's another thing i wanted to say that you mentioned before about things that have happened in the past don't generalize people on something that someone else has done to you because not everyone is the same yeah don't jump to conclusions precisely so on that note maga what do you think what do you think is cheating for you (laughs) oh my god um do i admit Mm. i'm gonna admit i'm gonna confess this is a very transparent conversation as you can all see so i've admitted that i smoke (laughs) i've said an f word that means i'm spanish and i swear a lot maga has openly admitted to go through someone else's phone she goes through my phone all the time just so you know yeah uh, yeah because i think cass is cheating on me guys i think she's like trying to do a podcast with someone else i'm joking um no i only go through yours when i need to and when when you're like hey could you do this for me (laughs) um yes but um yeah so i am going to admit something that might uh make you hate me and honestly i don't really care but um (laughs) all this podcast as you said is all about being honest so in terms of cheating i've been both the person who has been cheated on and who has cheated so Ooh. Ooh la la, <laughs> drama, <laughs> bombastic side eye, <laughs> criminally offensive. Um, yeah, so in 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 both instances, it was awful. Honestly, I I either way, I felt shitty about it. Do not recommend. Do not recommend either zero, way. Zero stars on Trivago. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, is is Trivago just like a? A European thing, though. I hope it's huh. British. I hope you get the reference. I think so. What's the other place where you like write the the restaurant? TripAdvisor. That one. <laughs> That's the one you were trying to. <laughs> zero zero points on trip. No, TripAdvisor. Zero, zero stars. On trip. <laughs> zero stars on TripAdvisor. This yes. analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So yeah. Um. So I can tell you basically that having been on both sides is not worth it. So. I was, when in one of my high school relationships, I was cheated on, it was in the same relationships multiple times, mm-hmm. um, and but I was 16 and I was a bit angry at the world, so when it happened, <laughs> I was like, uh, I kind of regretted my reaction, I kind of wish I just left the relationship, never came back to it, um, didn't really complain about it as well to people i felt like i was annoyingly complaining about it to everyone mm. and but the thing i think that stuck with me though is the self-esteem issues like you think mm. why am i not good enough yeah why did they did they do this to me mm. behind my back like what is it about me that they didn't like was i not attractive enough was i not mm. interesting enough you know was i not nice enough and it makes you like doubt yourself constantly and honestly, I've learned over the years that it's not about you. It's about the the person wanting to do that. And and it has nothing to do with you a lot of the time. Um, and, um, and then on the other side, having cheated on someone. Yeah, that's the right phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it felt awful as well. And that's when I actually learned that it's not about the person. Uh, it's not about yourself, it's about the person rather, uh, because the person I cheated on I still loved, but 
I, and I still loved who they were and everything. And I knew it was me that was the problem and I shouldn't have done what I did. And yeah. And I think this is the thing. I think people give you a lot of criticism and judgment for having to do it, but it's not like, as I said, I'm not like a serial cheater. It's my first time doing it. And it was kind of because I was infatuated with someone else and it just sort of happened. But then I broke off that relationship pretty much straight away because I felt so guilty. And I said to them, you know, you you deserve better and and you shouldn't be with someone who, you know, you feel you can't trust. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's like this thing of, um, yeah, you just, it, it, it's just, I know I will never do it again because I hated how I felt and I hated how I made the other person feel. And I, it was just not a great way to start my other relationship after that. And I, I as well, because I jumped from one relationship to the other because of the cheating, I didn't have time to process the person I had lost before that, which I think brought up and also I projected my feelings of having cheated on someone to the next person and that was not healthy at all. So all in all, I fucked up, but uh, <laughs> we're human. That's what we're for. I was a lot younger than I am now when it happened. So I didn't have as good of judgment and stuff. And I was very influenced by other people about what I should do and stuff. But yeah, I do not recommend <laughs> if you feel like you're attracted to someone else, and you want to explore that relationship a bit more, just break up, like end things with the other person. It will save you a lot of hurt and it will save them a lot of hurt. And, you know, even if, if, if you stay in, you cheat because you're scared that with the new person, it's not going to work out. So you want to come back to that stability, that stable relationship is ruined. So it's probably not going to last anyways. So, and you know, we, unfortunately it's life. We're going to lose people. People are temporary, you know? Um, Thanks. Not you, not you though. <laughs> but most people I think yeah. are temporary. Um, and especially in sort of high school, uni relationships. Um, you know, some of them last, but a lot of them don't. And yeah. Just be sensible, be more mature than I was about it. But at the same time, I've learned to forgive myself because I know that I've made a mistake. But there's no point having resentment for yourself because you're the only one feeling that resentment. The, per the other person's probably moved on and has found someone else that suits them and makes them happy. So at the end of the day, you've got to learn to forgive yourself. It's a huge step because obviously some people like to play the martyr because it makes them feel better about the mistake they've done. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think it's actually better to own up to it and just be like, yeah, I, fu I fucked up, but I'm, I've learned from this experience. I'm not going to make the mistake again. And yeah, there you go. I've just admitted to your big secret. So <laughs> please keep it safe and take care of it because I'm very stressed. <laughs> um, I think too what you said, Mag, about um, acting like the martyr. Um, also, there are a lot of people who like to act like the victim yeah. when they've been cheated on. Yeah. Uh, that's not a role you should take yeah. in any situation of acting like the victim for attention or pity. Yeah. That just says you need a little bit more of self-love. Yeah. Um, 
Now moving on to me. Um, <laughs> Hello you. Hello you. Oh. <laughs> Insert um, ten batteries. Hello you. Yeah, literally. Um, I uh, have been on the cheated, cheated um, um, spectrum of it, um, mostly with flings that I had when I was younger, um, and um, unlike Maga. I acted out of anger. Yeah. I basically uh, broke someone's arm. I know. No, but um, honestly, um, I just acted out of anger. I was, I basically was angry at the world for it, mm-hmm. um, and I just thought, oh, everyone hates me, and nobody loves me, <laughs> and um, but. You kind of get over it after the anger has subsided and then I think this is something that Maga and I talk a lot um, is you don't miss the situation ship you miss what the situation I, I mean <laughs> you don't miss the situation you miss what could have been yeah and um, that's what happens with a lot of breakups as well where sometimes you have already moved on from the person and the relationship, but you hang, hang hang on to it because you're in the constant what if, what could have been. Are you seriously taking off your nail na- nail? Yeah, because half of them have come off. So <laughs> I love- me and my fidgeting habits. <laughs> Don't judge. Um, uh, sidetracked, but um, so that's that's it. I think in my perspective of what is cheating to me it it changes the more that you mature and the more you are in different relationships Mm -hmm. um i am lucky enough that in the relationship i am now um although not perfect i am able to talk very freely with my partner about our boundaries uh and i know that let's let's just say my boyfriend is very transparent and he's not able to keep a secret okay so my boyfriend even if he does the smallest thing wrong he'll come to me um being very very guilty and you just you know when you know that a person could never cheat on you that's basically my relationship uh that's i'm lucky enough to to believe that if i ever break up with my partner now it won't be because of cheating yeah um but um, I guess there's a lot of boundaries that I have had with, um, well, that I have openly spoken about with my boyfriend about um, finding someone else attractive or, um, um, you know, kissing at a party or, I don't know, like flirty conversations and stuff like that. Because there's, when you mature and you grow up, you realize that there are more like harder things that could break the relationship yeah. than just finding someone else attractive. Everyone finds everyone attractive. Yeah. I can see a girl down the street or a boy down the street and think, damn, mm-hmm. do you know, I can see someone on TV and be like, damn, that doesn't mean I'm going to sleep with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? I can, I can appreciate beauty at a distance and which my partner can do as well. The thing that uh, I wouldn't do um, I'm sorry, Maga, for putting you on the spot. Uh, is being in a relationship with someone that will actively tell you that someone else is attractive for ulterior motives. Hmm? So, um, uh, basically, you can obviously be with your partner and look at people in the street and be like, dang, 
attractive, but you wouldn't move past that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can make a comment um, that's for banter or just like an opinion and stuff like that. And if you're confident enough in your relationship and your partner doesn't have trust issues and is not insecure, then they won't make anything about it and neither should you if you don't have the same issue. Mm. Um, now, same with uh, anything else. Um, Manga can tell you I have a lot of celebrity crushes a lot of book boyfriends and my boyfriend knows that Harry Styles over anything else so he knows that if I had a chance I would run away with Harry Styles but he knows it won't happen and therefore I ain't leaving the relationship so like I said banter is one thing and actually doing something for ulterior motives is something else entirely and so in terms of cheating and stuff again it's I cannot really say what's what would be for me. Obviously, sleeping with someone else, big thing. Um, having a relationship behind your back, big mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's so nuanced. Isn't yeah, it? so. because I can't really say. I think it would be a very, very childish thing to say that my partner couldn't speak with other girls. Like, yeah. most of my friends are boys. My partner doesn't care. My best friend is a boy. When I go and and stay over at his house, he has the one room. I stay with him. My boyfriend doesn't care because he knows that I've known my best friend for like almost 20 years. It's uh, he's my brother. Okay, there's no problem. And this comes down to communication and knowing your partners and your boundaries and just being very open and transparent about what you expect of the relationship and what you expect in each other's behavior. So I cannot say what should be cheating for you. I cannot tell you the red and green flags. You have to figure that out for yourself because everything is different for everyone else. Mm. Um, so you have to find out what triggers you and what doesn't, what you're okay with, what you're comfortable with, what you're safe with, and then move from there and just communicate your needs and expectations to your other, to your partner. If they cannot meet that, tell them, uh, there's the door, walk, walk away. Yeah. Um, and you shouldn't stay with someone that uh, doesn't um, accept your boundaries or wants to cross them. Yeah. If that happens, you walk away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's me on cheating, basically. <laughs> I guess um, um wow, because this episode is coming to nearly an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously are very passionate about this subject, so I think a good way to finish it off would be just maybe summarizing each of us five things, five quick little liners of what we've learned from our relationships that we would like to pass on to you. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to start? Because I've been talking for the last 30 minutes. Okay, <laughs> I will I will start. So, um, okay, number one, never lose yourself in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or may, always remain true to yourself. Don't change for someone else. You know, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Number two, work on your insecurities, if you know you have some, before going into a relationship. So then those don't translate into your relationship. And... Basically, these sort of things can cause relationships to break down mm-hmm. uh, when you don't, for example, when you have trust issues or yeah. self-esteem issues. So work on that. Number three, communication is key in a relationship. And with anything else. And with anything else. But 
especially in relationships, you know, discuss everything and also work on learning how you best communicate with each other mm -hmm. because it might be different for every relationship. But as long as you're both comfortable and you are happy with how you communicate, then that's great. Mm -hmm. Number four, if a partner makes you feel guilty about how you feel towards something, no matter how big or small, and provided you also aren't in the wrong, mm -hmm. um, or you know you haven't done anything wrong, it's a huge indicator of disrespect. Um, basically gaslighting, is that what it is? Yeah. Gaslighting is a massive red flag and you should walk away because these sort of people that mm. constantly make things like that they've done wrong and then turn it against you and make you feel like you're the only one that feels that way and mm -hmm. that you're weird for feeling that way, then they will do this pretty much continuously throughout the relationship. So no gaslighting. And last one for me is... It is quite good, in my personal experience, I've done this, but to develop a friendship before you enter into a relationship can can be a plus. So I guess this is like a, a, a plus if you can, um, because I feel like it just enables you to learn about the person more like who they are, just as a person and what their interests are, and then maybe taking things romantically if you feel like you're right for each other, then that's great. But... Um, what about you, Castle? What would be your five little tips? Um, I guess uh, to add on to what you said um, and about what we've talked throughout this episode, um, don't use social media or even dating apps to find validation. Mm -hmm. That's some work that you have to do on yourself if what you're lacking is self-love. Um, which is absolutely normal. I'm not here to, uh, you know, attack oh, you yeah, yeah. or anything like that. yourself not. Like <laughs> that as well. But um, just know that obviously everything is a learning curve and um, it's okay to not have everything figured out and um, feeling a little lost. But don't expect the answers to be in someone else. Mm -hmm. um, which connects very much to what Maga said about never losing yourself mm -hmm. um, and not only in a relationship. Like, it's fine to feel a bit lost, but, you know, you don't want to portray that into anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, also, don't... With that, I also want to say, uh, like I said earlier, don't portray your relationship on social media for attention or validation because no one cares okay <laughs> quite literally no one cares do your own thing um as well i would say um if you have broken up with someone don't use the next person as a bandage yeah. that doesn't work um, even if you're like dating other people and looking for other people, these dates and these people that you're, that you're, um, you know, going out with, they're not bandages. They won't solve the problem. And if ever you'll do them more harm because you'll be portraying your harm, like your hurt onto them. Mm. Um, and, um, I'm trying to remember what you said because, mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, in terms of um, boundaries, be very transparent. Basically, when you get into a relationship, that doesn't stop you from being yourself. You continue to be yourself throughout the relationship. So don't change who you are or anything that you do 
because your partner doesn't like it. Yeah. If he doesn't like it or she doesn't like it, there's the door. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, if not, I'll go and tell them to where's the door. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't also don't, like Maga said, don't let your partner uh, make you feel guilty about anything or gaslight you into anything. Um, and with that, whatever excuse they want to use in an argument, whether it be that they had a drink or their mental health or blah, blah, blah. It's not an excuse, Mm -hmm. okay? If it crosses a boundary, it crosses a boundary and you have to say either you work on it or you're out. Mm. And not even him, you're out, okay? Mm -hmm. You get out of there. Um, Communication, of course, as if we haven't mentioned that enough on this uh, this episode. Um, But mostly just stay true to yourself take care of yourself work on yourself um a partner is not i'm going to say something because i think i should say this okay okay (laughs) we've grown up with disney princesses and all of these romantic films where the guy is always saving the protagonist which is the girl you don't need anyone to save you Mm. okay you're not broken you're not a damsel in Damsel in distress. <laughs> I was thinking if that was the right word. Yes. You're not a victim, okay? Whether you're a boy or a girl or a they or whatever, you don't need anybody to fix you, to, um, you know, to save you or anything. You do that for yourself. Yeah. Because if you cannot do that to your, for yourself, when that person goes, then what happens, mm. right? So you have to work on yourself, on your insecurities, like Maga said. You have to unpro- this, unprogram your brain on this whole thing of needing to be saved and this whole romanticizing of, oh, I need a Prince Charming or whatever. You don't need one because guess what? They don't exist, okay? You're a very independent and powerful person. Do not diminish your light just because you want to settle with someone else, Okay. A person that you're dating is supposed to walk the path with you, not support you during your path, okay? Like, like you know, you're not piggybacking on anyone, okay? Mic drop. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like we said, this is, um, this is an episode just to, you know, make you aware that there's a lot of things about relationships that are said on social media and are portrayed in the media that are not true. Everything seems very pink and sparkly um, on your phone or on TV. Guess what? Real life is not like that. It's a bit darker and it's gray. It's like a scale of grays, okay? Fifty Shades of Grey. And uh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, and also... On that note, because I just said Fifty Shades of Grey, if a person is forcing you to do something you don't want to do, physically, get out. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's assault and harassment. We don't yes. want any of that. We don't condone that. Red flag all the way. Okay? Um, that's one thing we all agree <laughs> in relationships. Yes. yes. No, there's a, if you're being mindfucked or in physically as well, do not. Do not abort abort mission. Okay, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just uh, like Maga said, work on yourself, work on in- your insecurities. Um, 
Don't diminish yourself or settle for something that probably won't last. And you should be growing together. It's not a race. Yeah. Um, you should support each other. You're a team. It's not a one one way thing. It's a two way thing. And everything should be equal in that relationship. Respect, communication, trust, love. If it's not like that, get out. Yeah. Everything must be reciprocated. Precisely. You mustn't, you mustn't gain. You, the, the ratio between gaining and giving should be equal. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, if you give too much and the other person doesn't, then that's going to fail. If you gain too much, but you're not giving enough, mm. that's also going to fail. So you got to learn how to balance basically everything. Yeah. But... Anyways, we've been speaking for like an hour. <laughs> We're very passionate about this subject because I feel like it's something so universal. Yeah. Like everyone is going to have some sort of experience in the dating slash relationship world. And as Kaz said before, this can be applied to platonic relationships, you know, domestic relationships, so your your family, etc. And yeah we we just love a bit of gossip as well <laughs> they're like <laughs> but obviously we're not trying to cause any drama it's just our, our our experience and we wanted to be as vulnerable i guess and as as transparent as we could with this topic because i think it's important there's no point in embellishing these things Mm-mm. um it's not gonna make you a better person or anything like Mm-mm. we're all human at the end of the day we all want to do good, but sometimes, you know, we, I guess... Things happen. Things happen. We make mistakes. We mm. we are stupid, and that's fine. As long as you can recognize that, I think it's... And be self-aware is the most important. But anyways. Um, I think Maka is going to make a blog post uh, more into relationships as for next week. Yeah. But uh, you, can, um, you can check that on our website, which is... A cup of growth.co.uk and while you're there sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss anything mm-hmm. if you want to share your goss about your relationship <laughs> as well uh, or your opinions on relationships and what you think is cheating or your experience with dating apps or social media and relationships and stuff like that or any suggestions or tips for other listeners share them with us on social media Instagram is a cup of growth podcast and TikTok and Twitter is a cup of growth and hashtag your posts with adulting's fave drink or adulting's favorite drink so we can check more easily within the algorithm <laughs> where your opinions lie. The internet is so vast and big. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, uh, we're going to finish our coffees um, and get working, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, just a lot of encouragement to you. Um, also, I wanted to say before we finish off, if if I think uh, because this just has just come to me, I'm so sorry. It should have been in my other tips. But if you think you're in an abusive relationship, call for help. Yes, please. Talk yes. to your friends and family, please. And I repeat, please do not. Do not stay in that relationship. If you are being harmed mentally or physically, find a way to get out. Yes. And if you cannot get out by yourself, call for help or look for help. Okay. Yeah. Um, there I will think... always be someone there for you. Yes. So just, yeah, get the help you need. And in these types of relationships, it never stops. It's not going to be a one-off. And I know people tell you that all the time and they're like, yeah, but when you love the other person, it's really hard. 
they don't love you. The moment they abuse of you mentally or physically, you have to go because that is not love. That is violence and that's harm a, against yourself. And that's possession as well. Yeah. You stop being a person, you become a possession. Yeah. Okay. So Maga will put some support and helplines on the blog post as well. So if you're listening to this and this is your situation, please check that blog post. And if you're in a very urgent situation, please, if you cannot, if you don't have friends or family, google the the number just go to the police or something go to a neighbor i don't know but get out of that situation absolutely yeah we'll put the links in the description of this episode as well if it's easier for you to reach Mm -hmm. but um yeah i think we've covered pretty much everything (laughs) so we will love you and leave you yes so we'll see you in the next episode get in touch if you want to share your opinions but until next time Bye. bye